How you doing? You doing okay? Hope you're uh, keeping yourself safe. I hope you're keeping yourself well. I know it's strange times and stuff at the moment, so you, you can just only do what you can, really. Uh, how am I? I'm, I'm pretty good, to be honest. Some days are kind of better than others, and this sort of lockdown thing is a bit weird. Some days you feel really good and positive about it, and other days you're just really, really fucking bored. Um, but, yeah, I thought uh, last week I quite enjoyed doing this little podcast thing, so I'm definitely going to keep it up. So if people who have listened to it, if you want to keep coming back, there will definitely be more um, going forward. Um, what I was planning on doing, which I said last week, was I was going to do a, a story called Hoovering Up Jim. Now, it's just, I've got the story there, but when I try to kind of do it, when I'm like reading it out, it's a bit different. It's like, I'm going to need to tweak it quite a lot just because it, it's a bit, it is kind of like a performance, I guess, to a certain extent when you're, when you're actually reading it, like over like music and stuff like that. So I'm going to do a little bit more work on that. What I'm going to do instead though, is I'm going to do three flash fiction pieces. Um, flash fiction, if you don't know what it is, is basically just for writers when they're fucking lazy when they can only be bored writing like a page and for readers when they can't be arsed reading through a chapter or a book or a full short story so it's pretty good for uh, the times when people don't have much of an attention span so hopefully you'll be able to get through these without being bored um what i'll say about these stories as well is they all appeared in a magazine called neon um which is a fucking brilliant brilliant little literary magazine and i highly recommend um actually checking it out it's got writers that's all really weird stuff and quite strange if you like quite surreal and speculative stuff you'll like it uh, and the guy that runs it um editor called uh, christian christian copeland i believe um he's fantastic since about i was being about like maybe 19 when i started writing stuff i was like just kind of sending him stuff all the time and harassing him a bit and then eventually i got my stuff in there so i guess that's a testament to if you want to actually get something done maybe just don't be too embarrassed about it and get it out there but um, yeah, definitely check that out. Um, I think it's issue 46 that I'm in. The digital versions are all available free, so you don't need to worry about like actually buying it. But if you like the stuff that they are doing, then I'd definitely consider subscribing to it because it is really, really good. Um, I had a bunch of little notes as well that I was going to like, because I was going to talk about stuff before I actually went into the stories. But I didn't bring this, didn't bring them under the duvet with me, so I can't exactly get out the duvet now. Ah, bastard. Aye, that was it. That was one thing I just wanted to say uh, this week, which is something that ties in with a lot of my stories, is Mental Health Week. So it's just a little shout-out to everyone out there. If there's anything, like, just don't try and tough it out or anything, man. If there's stuff that's going on, you just need to talk to people. Especially if you're a young guy and you think that, like, I don't know, strong and silence a thing, it's fucking not. Being a man's all about fucking skincare regimens and emotional maturity these days. <laughs> uh, but nah, in all seriousness, it's just, like, if you're, if you're struggling with anything, make sure you talk to people, all right? Um, what I'm going to do now, then, is I'm going to just introduce the uh, the first of these little flash fiction pieces. The first one is called One Night Stand. She came walking into the bar, shocked to see me. I didn't know her. She asked me what I was doing there in her neck of the woods. I told her I came there every night. She ignored it and began talking about my old school friends and then my old school days and laughed about my crazy old mum. Then she pulled out a picture of my father and wept as she told me what a handsome man he was. I told her I never knew him. 
I took her back to my place and discovered she'd already moved in. The house was pink pillowcases and lavender perfume clouds. We sat on the couch and opened some wine. She talked about the time we met like it was years ago. She put on my favourite movie without asking what it was. Then I lit a cigarette and she told me to quit the filthy habit and that she was sick of saying it. Then she went to the bathroom and she came back with a kid. He was a spoiled looking little brat with a snotty nose and eyes that reminded me of my mother's eyes. She told me they would need to take the day off school tomorrow. I rolled my eyes. Then she asked me if I still loved her. I said I never had, I barely knew her. And before I knew it, she'd packed my bags for me and sent me on my way, tossing a gold ring at me as the door slammed. I walked back to the bar and finished the beer I'd left. Then I ordered another. I noticed the barman had changed and in the bar's mirror, I saw that an old man had grown into my clothes. I ordered another. Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed that. It's nice and short, it's just like a little minute thing. And that's going to be the same for all of these. They're all really, really short little pieces. Um, I don't want to give, like, say too much about the, like what I was writing about or anything like that, because I don't think that's ever a good thing with stories. I think people should really take their own messages from it. But I will say um, it's pretty inspired by, there's a, a writer called Robert Coover. And he's got a story called Going for a Beer, which kind of similar thing happens. It's sort of like he's going out to different pubs and like his life's sort of happening kind of in this fast paced sort of thing. Um, I remember reading that years ago and I think it always kind of stuck with me. So I had just this idea of like you end up in like a, a relationship or you end up in something and you kind of just don't notice it going by. But there's lots of other little things in there that I guess you can take your own things from, but I just thought I'd give a little bit of an explanation about that in case anybody else knows the Robert Coover story and just thinks I'm fucking ripping it off. But uh, no, um, it's, it's 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 definitely definitely different, but inspired by. Um, what am I going to do now for the next one? The next story, yeah, is a story called Boy Pinata. Um, this also featured in, in that literal magazine, uh, literal sorry, in the Neon magazine, um, and it's a, uh, it's a, it's weird. It's, a, it's actually even shorter than that one, so that's good. But it's a, uh, it's a bizarre story, uh, and I don't really know how to preface it for you at all. But um, what I'll do is I'll just introduce it, and you can make your own fucking mind up. Eh? So here we go, uh, boy pinata. Some things in this world were made to be broken. The boy they made was one of those things. He was a piñata, only made for breaking and celebration. They raised him in a cold home with strange affection. They stuffed him full of candy and decorated him in fabulous clothing. And they never let harm come his way. They were protective, almost to the point of aggression. He was made to feel special, beautiful, loved. Unbeknownst to him, their motives were keeping him happy, fat and unscathed. Then, on his 18th birthday, when he wasn't looking, they grabbed him and strung him up from the ceiling. They cracked him open in front of the whole family. Everyone came and took a shot at swinging at him blindly with bats and sticks, even his younger cousins. Then later, after the fun and games, they all feasted on the contents that had come spilling out of him. See, told you it was nice and short. 
Yeah, uh, that's why I kind of like these flash fiction things when I'm doing them actually, because like sometimes when you if I'm writing something and you get like a really good little kind of like image, like a little pinata boy that's getting like raised and then eventually cracked open. Like if you try and write it too much, eventually the kind of weird surreal idea just falls apart under the kind of like the kind of cold reality of having to write out loads of lines for it. So sometimes it's kind of fun just to do these little short images almost. Kind of like sort of poetry a little bit, but like obviously with a bit more of a narrative and things like that to it. Um, but yeah, that one, I'm, again, I'm not going to go too much into it, like what I kind of meant it to be or anything like that, but I actually got like, when I first read it, I showed it to my dad and he thought it was something to do with like um, how like people of uh, sort of my generation and stuff are raised and then like the, the world just fucking cracks them open when they get to like 18, um, which is quite cool. I kind of like that actually. Um, but again, I'm not going to go too much into what I, what I kind of think it's... Uh, it's up to you, I guess, if, if you can be fucked even attributing anything to it. Um, I've got one other one to do, um, which is a story called The Women of the Earth. Um, it's a bit darker. I mean, I know they're all they're not exactly cheery stories that I've been giving you there, but this one's a little bit darker. Um, and yeah, I'll tell you a little thing about it once I've, once I've read it, because I think this one deserves maybe a little bit of justification of why it's been written the way it is. Um, but yeah, let me just get let me get this one loaded up for us, and I'll I'll play this, and I'll, I'll I'll let you know. All right, okay. So yeah, here we go. The woman of the earth. I didn't mean any harm. That's what he tells himself, over and over, as he stares at the soil in his garden. If anyone else had came across such a wonder, they too would have acted just as I did. That's what he tells himself. He almost believes it, but that gnawing, guilty animal within him won't let him off. Imagine you were down by the lock, he rehearses. Imagine you seen her. Imagine you came across a woman, naked as the day she was born, lying in a bed of wild grasses. Imagine you went to see her, out of concern and not malice. Imagine you discovered what I did. A woman of the earth with flowers sprouting from her skin. He's almost convincing himself of his own innocence now. Of course I had to try and wake her, he says. Wouldn't you? And then when she wouldn't wake, would you not try and lift her? He feels the story falling apart. The soil looks different than it did yesterday. Would you not try and lift her and to carry her to safety? There are all sorts of madmen who could have done harm to her or anything to her. I was only looking out for her. He hears it now, clearly in his mind, though the Chris tale he's telling. He stops rehearsing his defence. He starts to remember. He starts to remember her eyes waking in terror as he pulled her from the ground. Her roots splitting and snapping as he yanked her harder and harder. He remembers knowing he should stop as she screamed and begged. He remembers knowing he was wrong, and he remembers not caring. He had to have her. No matter which way he spins it. If she doesn't sprout from the soil with all her flowers, still as beautiful and innocent as they once were, there is no way of explaining the girl that is buried in his garden. Yeah, so that one is uh, considerably darker. I appreciate Um but yeah, well, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'll give you just a little bit of background of like why I'd, I'd actually even written it. Basically, there's a magazine called Pop Shop out there. It's another great magazine that I would highly recommend subscribing to if you like short, short stories and sort of they do really good illustrations alongside it and things as well. Um, yeah, so they had a little submission brief that was for um, the Earth. It was like going to be the Earth issue. And the reason I did that was just because it was like, I had this idea like if, you had the whole like Mother Earth and Gaia and all that sort of stuff. Like if if it's like a mother and a woman, then it must have been a young girl at some point or a young woman at some point. And 
yeah, that's just about a little thing about how maybe how it's, it's been treated. Um, I'm, there's lots of other sort of things going on in there as well, which I guess you can take your own sort of draw your own conclusions from, or yeah, do whatever with. But yeah, I just thought I'd give a bit of an explanation of that because it does seem particularly fucking dark when I was reading it back. I was like, yeah, I'll do a little bit of an explanation of why I wrote that, just so you know I'm not a full-on psychopath, and then you may actually come back and listen to some more and not go phone the polls. So I'm gonna go check my garden see if there's anybody buried in there. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty much all the stories I'm, I'm going to do this week. I'm going to be working on definitely doing that Hoover Up Gym for uh, for next week's next week's uh, podcast, I guess you'd call it. Yeah, so for next week's one, um, and hopefully I'll have it sort of tidied up there. Again, it's just getting used to this sort of the side of things, like writing stories is one thing and kind of reading them in your head, and but I guess it's like reading them out loud. It's a bit like kind of I don't know got the kind of map there in front of you but you're actually then doing the kind of journey when you're when you're talking it through and sometimes it just doesn't go quite right so i'm just going to kind of tweak it a little bit and get everything sorted but yeah before i go just want to make sure that yeah i say that i hope you are all well and stuff you know it's fucking strange times and i hope everyone's good and yeah looking forward to getting back out into the into the outside and going and seeing people giving people a hug and shit definitely miss that but anyway uh, for now it'll just be a little fucking virtual hug alright goodbye I'll love yous and leave yous okay